Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of season two, Tech and Beer. And uh, we're live today from our favorite hangout, the Celtic Corner in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. And we've got two special guests uh, in from out of town, from Toronto. And we're gonna be talking about trends of tech, technology trends in the modern workspace. Uh, so it's gonna be super interesting. We're gonna learn a lot about uh, technologies that people are using, uh, why uh, companies are adopting certain technologies, and how they're affecting the end user. So yeah, let me introduce the, the subject matter experts. We've got uh, Jeremy Ehrlich, who is a VP of Sales, Eastern and Central Canada for uh, CompuGen, and uh, Randy, who is Matt Mandrish. I pronounced that right. I've read it lots of times, but you my got pronunciation is it. It. the first time I've said it. So you nailed it. <laughs> Client director and program manager for the Apple practice at CompuGen. So welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having yeah. us. Cheers. Welcome to Tech and Cheers. Beer. Cheers. Tech, beer, and wine. Tech, beer, and wine today. Absolutely. I may fall off the chair. Gluten-free edition. Well, listen, it's all, it all counts. So yeah, you guys were in town. We were been talking a lot about the modern workspace recently. And what when you say modern workspace, it's such a broad term. It means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. What does it mean to you guys? Like, what, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Yeah, well, there's there's two areas really where where the impact of modern workspace is, is being felt and the trends. You know, you mentioned trends and what are what are the trends in technology from a modern workspace perspective. Uh, what comes to mind is if you think about uh, organizations today and businesses today and what they have to deal with. Um, the first piece is an impact on employees, employees or staff of an organization, and. With the tools available today and the habits of um, you know x generation and having multi-generational workforces uh, what you want to be able to do in the modern workspace uh, is provide those employees that staff with the tools they want to use uh, with the collaboration tools that allow them to collaborate and contribute to their organization in the way that they feel comfortable uh, doing that the way that they're going to be most productive and most effective. Mm. So um, this whole area of enablement for your for your workforce uh, and enabling productivity and maximizing the collaboration and the output that you can get from your your staff uh, is a big trend and it, it also uh, speaks to uh, employee retention uh, talent acquisition there's a big war for talent out there yeah. and 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 being able to leverage the technology uh, to, to let those people succeed and let the companies right. succeed the other area it is is, is um, customers the, our company's customers and how they're going to use technology as a differentiator in terms of their their the customer experience mm. to their customers right that makes sense so when you, when you say enablement, um, you know, what do you mean by that? Because uh, some companies, some people might say, well, you know, I've got a computer now, or I've got this technology now, I can do everything I need to do. So how, how by switching technology or adopting something else, what, how are you enabling somebody? So you'll, you'll, you'll end up with, uh, as an example, someone will come into your organization as a new employee and, you know, they might have a familiarity with, uh, with a certain technology set. Let's say Apple as an example. 
and and you know that's a good choice. Uh, everybody has a little bit of apple, right? Yeah. So so they'll come in and they'll want to. They'll know the the apple ecosystem. They'll know those devices. They'll be very comfortable using those tools. And you know if you allow them, enable them with yeah. the ability <laughs> to use what they're comfortable with and contribute in a way that allows them to be as most productive by giving them those tools as a choice to use. Yeah. Uh, you enable them from from that point of view. So that's an example. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So so Randy, you're the Apple you're the Apple guy for yes. for CompuGen. So what does that mean from from Apple's perspective, from your perspective? Well, from my perspective, and I think Apple's as well, is, is uh, there's certainly individual enablement in, in getting things done. Um, when we look at some of the things that are going on with uh, our customers today, we have customers who are using Apple devices uh, other than as a phone. So we have customers that are using Apple devices to manage inventory, but also provide um, recommendations on products. We have customers today that we're working with that they're using Apple devices to cross-sell other things that someone might want to acquire when they're in the store. Obviously, um, in restaurants, we're starting to see um, iPads and iOS devices being utilized in, in a number of ways. If, you, if, if you're in airports, you're, you're seeing them today. So these are exciting uh, opportunities uh, both for those businesses. It is another great customer experience. Uh, and it's also a place where Compagen can play and, and helping uh, you know, realize these use cases and these opportunities for, for our customers. So when somebody gets a new piece of technology or they're interested in it, what else goes along with that? Because obviously, if you just drop a piece of technology on somebody's lap, doesn't mean they know how to maximize the benefits out of it. Right, right. Well, if, well, if, if we look at some of the conversations we're having today about enabling the devices, um, you know, when you're bringing an Apple device or a Windows device into the enterprise today, um, there's different ways to deploy those. Um, you know, we've all heard about zero touch, and and how do you do that today? And so. Uh, with, with your workforce being more decentralized and not necessarily being around your frontline IT, you need to somehow enable the device and the user to have a fairly seamless experience when that device arrives at their satellite office or even in their home. And so you know, I think that one of the things you can do is look at some of the best practices from uh, you know, partners like Apple uh, and Jamf and uh, even Microsoft on what's the right way to deploy mm -hmm. these devices and, and practice uh, some of those uh, provisioning, um, uh, you know, best best uh, best learnings and, and make those devices, you know, really, yeah. you know, really pop for people when they get them. Right, and it, it's it, I mean it's so important. I, there's nothing that frustrates me more than a piece of technology that doesn't work properly, or or. Is supposed to help my experience, but it doesn't help my experience. Right. I use the example of the uh, the cash registers in the grocery store, the self-service ones. Yeah. I mean, they're there to speed things up, and, and you know, 60 to 70 percent of the time they do, but there's sometimes where it's not working, or it's, you, you, then you end up waiting longer and it takes longer, and it's it's just frustrating because it's supposed to speed things up, right? And it ends up slowing you down. So, um, you know, deploying and, and uh, having the right roadmap, I guess, initially out of the gate. Uh, critical, I guess. To yes, for sure. People. Yeah, I would, I, I, you know, I'll add an element uh, there, you know, when you think about what tools and how to deploy tools and what tools people are going to use to be effective, you know, there's a trend going on where, you know, you think about customer service. Uh, and when you think about your customers and when you're trying to create a great customer service experience, what do you do? You, you look at what your customers' needs are right. and you try and address those needs. 
Yeah. And you focus on that and try and give them a good experience. Well, the trend now is to treat your employees, or we like to say your staff, like customers. Right. And look at the way they want to work and create an experience for them to address their needs. And so when you look at how people want to work and the types of tools and devices they want to use and the, what they're doing in their job every day, whether they're you know road warrior, whether they're a knowledge worker sitting in the office, you know, all, all number of different use cases, when you really understand how they want to work and what their job is, it becomes about deploying the right tools to create the right experience for those work styles. Right. And and so that's really important to get that right and to and to think of your staff like you think about your customers. At the end of the day, those are the people yeah. that interact with your customers. Exactly that. So Richard Branson said that. Don't worry about taking care of your customers, take care of your staff and they'll take care of your customers. Yeah. Uh, which just there's a lot of logic to that. So so when, you, when I think about that, what you just described there and, and creating that experience of people wanting to use what they want to use is kind of where Apple comes in because one thing Apple did perfectly was that user experience. That, I mean, from you know, iPhones and iPods when they first came out, they just worked and they were easy to use and they were simple to understand and intuitive and, and that's why they, they just took the market by storm, right? And still, right. still hold a, a market leading place. Um, so I guess it's, it's about giving... Um, the employees those those kind of options in, in the workforce yeah and there's uh, you know for sure there there's a lot of there's a lot of different tools and technologies out there that are that are very effective you know yeah. there's an Apple ecosystem there's there's uh, uh, the Wintel PC and the the ultra mobiles and and different mm. uh, tablet technologies out there and and right down to the collaboration Tools and and uh, you know that you can that you can deploy in an organization and the support tools around the users and how they're going to get support, right. uh, you know when they when they need to know how to do something or or uh, have a problem to solve. So, what are some of the industries that you're seeing um, really kind of focusing on and trying to adopt these these new technologies? Well, uh, retail for sure. So we're seeing uh, a lot of growth in retail with Apple. Um, and again, examples would be, um, you know, really inventory management in a, in a store format, mm -hmm. but the, the ability to stop that function using your, your Apple device mm -hmm. to now look for an order that was scheduled for the store. Right. Um, you know, so that would be a great one. So multiple functions uh, in one device as opposed to somebody had a purpose-built device. It's transforming the way the store is operating and the yeah. customer experience. And frankly, the associates, in the, in, in the example I'm thinking of, the associates stopped waiting for the guns and the sleds and started using their own phones to deliver the experience. And then wow. when the gun came, then you know, it was just natural that they could perform other functions. So the, the, the adoption of store and staff and, and the organization um, and delivering that and the customer experience, like it speaks for itself. I think um, Jeremy will probably want to talk about healthcare for sure is another one that we see. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, the the uh, you know again, this comes back to those these two different areas. You have your the technology you deploy uh, to your staff for their jobs every day to be productive as a as an employee mm. and a knowledge worker and mm. all these different things. Then you have the folks that are actually customer facing mm. and enabling those 
people uh, in your organization with appropriate technology. And, and you know, those technologies can be very disruptive. In the case of healthcare, well, the customers are patients. Yeah. All of us, we're <laughs> all patients at yeah. one time or another. And, and you know, how do you enable those front care healthcare givers uh, with appropriate technology? And, and right. what's the strategy to make the patient experience better? Right. Uh, and, and for sure, there's, uh, you know, applications now where, um, you know, a, a nurse can get alerts on, on, on a phone or a tablet um, with what's going on in the patient room. There's right. sensors in the beds that yeah. provide uh, information real time. Yeah. Um, you know, that really these types of things improve the patient experience and, you know, the, the applications and the devices that can be deployed to help the, the you know, we, we, we know in Canada there's always a challenge with enough healthcare providers, right. enough nursing staff. And how do you, how do you optimize what they can do and sort of remove some of the remedial tasks that can be automated with with technology mm -hmm. and, and put things in their hands that, that can allow them to number one, do their job more effective, makes them happier yeah. uh, in what they're doing, and number two, improve the customer, or in this case, the patient experience right. uh, when they're in for care. Interesting. And you know, tech, I always, I'm a big believer that technology should always be uh, used or leveraged by an organization to drive growth and to improve itself, otherwise it's just a cost. So. In that example, it's, it's not just driving growth for that organization because the growth is really servicing the patients better. It's actually helping people get better. It's yes. improving the hospital experience, which yeah. what a great story that is. I right. mean, if you can do that, right? So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So healthcare, retail, uh, are, there, are there any? Well, um, another one that's top of mind today is my plane ride home. <laughs> so I have the WestJet app. Uh, I get these alerts. Mm. It's on my watch. Yes. It's on my phone. Um, I have to say that uh, since I've been using the app, it would be hard to fly with somebody else because the, the whole experience, I am in control of my experience now. I'm right. picking my seat the night before. Yeah. I'm waving my watch or my phone as I walk through the gates. Yeah. It, 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 you know, there's so many things that go on at an airport that you don't like. Yeah. Uh, that somebody has now taken the hassle out of checking in yeah. is, is great. So, you know, I think it's a win for them. It certainly, you know, makes my, my trip better. Right. So that would be another good example. Yeah, yeah when you, th I mean, you know, listen, in terms of changing the customer experience, when you, when you start to think about that, you know, there's all, there's all kinds of examples. Yeah. You, know, you, you can look into financial services as well. Yeah. And, you know, the, 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 the days of the uh, bank associate having to turn their giant monitor around <laughs> for you to look at, yeah. look at it or to print a whole bunch of stuff out for you to, to, to read through. Well, you know, they might have a, an iPad or a tablet now in their office. Yeah. And, you know, you work back and forth on that. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and totally changes the experience, right? I, that's a good example too. I, I used to, you know, I actually hate going into the bank now because you, it's rarely you have to do it because you can do so much conveniently at home. And when you do, you kind of know they're going to try and sell you something because right. it's the way the model works today. It is what it is. So the experience is, is yeah, it's, it's much different. So interesting. I had a really good question that just slipped my mind, so I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, listen, there, you know, these, there's the, the, these, these, these applications, you know, uh, whether it's customer facing or, you know, even, even improving productivity. Yeah. So, you know, Randy was talking about airplanes and, you know, look, airports, you know, if you, if you think about an airport terminal, you know, one of the big challenges is how, how you have to empty the trash bins. Right. 
and terminals are really long and you have yeah. you have people walking through the terminals to empty the trash bins but you know they're not full all the time right so you know you 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 start giving tools to the workers who do that work in the airport with sensors in the trash cans yeah. to tell them on their device when a trash can is full and so what does this allow you to do you know you you can optimize the workforce yeah. and not have people wasting time going to check trash cans yeah. when when they're not ready to be emptied so many different applications of technology yeah. in, in the way it's changing organizations so i'm a business i'm looking to adopt a new technology to to transform the user experience and and, and, and change the workspace what do i do like how, how like how do i assess what what technologies to use how do i know because i mean Apple's not the answer for everybody, it's the answer right. for a lot of people, and, and there's applications that need to be layered on top of any hardware platform. So, yeah, so what, what like, obviously this is what Computin, part of what Computin does, so what does an organization do that's looking at this, these kind of uh, transformations? Yeah, I mean, I think we'll all kind of jump on this one, but, you know, um, obviously our partners are, are very valuable to us. Mm. Um, we certainly know our customers well, but our partners engage on, on a global scale now with businesses today. So if you look at Apple, the conversations they have, Microsoft, um, Cisco, mm. uh, the conversations that they're involved in and how um, they're, they're part of other people's transformations. Yeah. You know, we've, we've, I th we've spent some time at Cisco's um, you know, uh, center in Toronto to look at what's possible in retail, yeah. what's possible in healthcare, um, what's possible in grocery stores. Um, you know, Apple has uh, has a center as well, and and Microsoft. They, I think the three of them do a really good job um, trying to understand where where business is going and what they can do. So I think we start with them. Mm. What can we what can we learn from them? And then we bring the right partners in to see our clients, mm. and we, we take their learnings because I think I think the last thing our clients want to see is a PowerPoint of speeds and feeds of, of right. how many things we break and you know or can be broken and then be fixed again. What mm -hmm. they really want from us is some thought leadership around mm -hmm. if we go down this direction, A, is this a good direction for us to go? And if we go this direction, what are some of the things that we need to consider and think about? Right. And how can you help us with with your yeah. partners? I think earlier today we talked about how you know the evolution of Compigen is, is, is and I use the word curator. Um, you know, I think I think you know a part of our business is curating, is to understand what's available to us to help our customers. And I think that's where it starts. So, so yeah, Randy raises a good point in terms of the, our our partner ecosystem and the products that they and the products that they make and the software that they publish. And these are wonderful tools and technologies. And at the end of the day, we need those things yeah. to enable everyone. Um, you know, where where the where the, the piece is where we participate the most and where you need to get involved as an organization is what is it that you need to put together to create the right experience for, the, for this particular organization? Right. And you need, to get your, you need to get your employees involved. Yeah. You need to get your employees involved and you need to understand right. how they want to work, why yeah. they want to work that way. Mm. You need to segregate and understand the different user mm. profiles uh, and ways that people need to work to be effective. So you need to get those folks involved and, and, and start profiling and getting feedback and there's different ways yeah. we, can, we can help enable that. Okay. Um, you then have to look at what tools and technologies and services and support 
program you need to put in place right. as you introduce all these tools and, and make sure that everyone has the, the yeah. right experience mm. as an end user with all the tools and technologies. So, you know, as CompuGen, uh, we don't make the technology. Yeah. We don't manufacture hardware and we don't write software. Yeah. Uh, our job is customer experience. Right. How do you leverage this wonderful technology from our partners, many of, many of which Randy mentioned, how do you leverage this yeah. and put it together in a way and support it in a way that provides the right end user experience mm. with that technology, with those tools and technologies that enable this whole thing we're calling modern workspace. Uh, so that's the role and, and, and that's how to start getting involved. Interesting. So what's the, what's the number one, to go back to that question of I'm the, I'm the organization looking to do this, what's the number one pitfall that I have to be aware of? Well, well, you know, I mean, one of them would, would, would be um, not focusing on the workspace. Okay. And, and what does that mean? It means, mm. you know, typically when an organization redesigns their physical uh, location, yeah. You know, IT sort of is invited to the table much later in the process. Very true. And so, you know, if you want to create an environment that allows people to collaborate and have collaboration spaces, yeah. and you know, people have seen some of those uh, some of those um, workplaces with slides and pool tables and yeah. you know flex spaces and okay, but if, if this is how people want to work, you, hey, you need some rooms as well that have closed doors because yeah. there's different generations in the workforce and yeah. you know so. Have you designed the workplace right. in a way that allows for people to work the way they want to work? Because mm -hmm. you know you, it's very hard to sort of shoehorn the technology into the workplace if it hasn't been designed with the way people want to work in mind. So that's one of the that's one of the pitfalls. Certainly, where um, organizations have a lot of in-office yeah. workers, yeah. Um, you know, as opposed to workers that sort of need to work from anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of them for sure. I've seen, another, I think you're right, and a lot of people focus on what's it going to look like, mm. but what about the collaboration uh, both in and out of the office? Mm. And I think that's another piece that gets often missed. So lots of new devices, um, but then you go and sit in a workstation that's cordoned off from everybody else. Yeah. You know, that doesn't make any sense at all. So uh, one of our clients, um, they have what equates to long dining room tables that go on and on and on. Right. And eight can sit at a table. There's enough physical distance between them, about approximately like this, that if they want to have a quiet conversation on a headset, yeah. they can have it. But they can also slide paper back and forth, and they can right. mute and ask somebody a question. When I, I was, when I saw that and actually sat with that customer and watched what was going on the table, yeah. you know, there's four different conversations going on. But I'm having a, I'm having a collaborative conversation with one person, but then they can just do one of these and they can mute, and all mm. of a sudden, we're now three people are engaging. Right. I think that's, that's pretty exciting to see when it's implemented well, so on, on, on that point. Yeah, another one of the pitfalls is, is you know, that old stigma where, you know, um, it's difficult to, to keep one standard and standardization and sort of put a whole bunch of rules around what people can and can't do and the tools they can and can't use and what those policies are. Yeah, yeah. And so there is a, sometimes a cultural shift there. Um, where you know we want we want IT to enable yeah. uh, to one of your earlier questions uh, and be seen as an enabler you know rather than a roadblock and right. and the good news is the technology is available today yeah. uh, to be able to have all the security 
that's required to mm. be responsible as an organization, but at the same time offer the flexibility right. that the employees are looking for uh, with technology. Yeah. So it's important to keep that in mind. Makes, makes perfect sense. So, so two things as we're starting to wrap up here a little bit. So, sure. what's the, so we talked, touched on like mobility a little bit, enablement. What's the one technology that's coming out in the future that, that you think is really going to enable workers even more? What's the one trend or, or technology you see being developed that's, that's, that's good, that excites you, that interests you? So for some, I think, you know, AI and AR. I think, I think that's going to make a big difference for some industries. Yeah. Um, and so construction would be an example in, in that field. I actually think it'll extend into healthcare. Yeah. And so um, the amount of devices, and, and I'm not thinking of devices that are embedded into the walls or, or yeah. purpose-built equipment, the fact that something that you can hold in your hand can allow you to do something and envision something mm. in a way that you've not seen it before as you tackle a problem, yeah. um, it would be interesting. I think a great example for anybody watching is, is if, if you have an iOS device, or and, and I, I'm not sure if they do it for Android, but if you get the IKEA app, for example, their catalog of furniture is on the app, yeah. but you're viewing through the camera your room, and you right. can drop the furniture in the room. How many people have gone to Ikea with their, their wives, partners, yeah. girlfriends, boyfriends, and you're trying to envision that thing in a room? Yeah. You get it home, and you build it, and you take it upstairs, and it does not fit. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of cool that you can now yeah. you know, do that cool. as a test with, with a device. So I think that that'll you know, change shopping. Uh, mm. Certainly, I, I talked about construction and healthcare, um, being able to, to present something and then view it a different way. So I yeah. think that, that'd be one, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, I, don't, I don't know that I could call out just one. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think AI, uh, automation, yeah. which AI is gonna really help enable yeah. Uh, AR for sure. AR's you know, put cool. on those yeah. goggles and you know be able to be able <laughs> to simulate anything without actually going there yeah. or you know all these different things that are occurring. That this whole the Internet of Things and the new sensor technology that's being developed, um, which can tell us you know everything about yeah. everything. Robotics. Yeah. And and you know introduction of robots into into <laughs> different different areas. Really really exciting. Yeah. Uh, and you know, all enabled, all enabled with technology, and, and uh, you know, lots of different areas. And who knows, who knows what's going to come up that we haven't thought of yet. That's true. There's, it, it's it's ever changing. So yeah. So my last question is for Randy. What do you think of the beer? Okay. It's a, it's a local beer, Nine Locks. Nine Locks. Nine Locks. That's the the brewery. So that's pretty cool. I'm yeah. I'm I'm really loving that there's a private message on the back of every glass. Yeah. Mine says I don't know what yours says. Mine says Hallmark. When you care enough to give a card, mass produced by a huge corporation. Like <laughs> I I I'd like the collection. I'm sure they're yeah, all funny. They're, no, they're all pretty funny. I'm enjoying it. Good. Yeah. Good. Thank you Excellent. for the for, for recommendation. No problem. It is tech and beer. So how's the wine? It's just fine. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you ever thought about you know setting this up in at the configuration center in Richmond Hill? And Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We're should, thinking about that. You should come visit us. We're gonna. It's not. It's February. We're coming to town. That's a great time tech to come. And, tech and beer on the road. All right. There you there go. There you go. Awesome. A new spin. Awesome. <laughs> so thanks a lot, guys. It's uh, it's been a great uh, first episode of season two. And we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up this year. Like I say, tech and beer on the road. It's going to happen. Stay tuned. And we've got a lot more uh, great guests. So big thank you to Compigen for sponsoring this, this episode. And a big thank you to the Celtic Corner. And see you again next time. Take care.